Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pakistan Cricket Podcast. We have an exciting episode today. The match between India and Pakistan has just finished, and this is my instant reaction to the match. I don't know if you can tell by my enthusiasm. Pakistan won. Pakistan won. And what a way to win. You won by 10 wickets. That's the first time India has ever been defeated by 10 wickets in the 2020 T20 game. And uh, it's the first time Pakistan has beaten India in a T20 in any World Cup. This was huge. This was huge. I just had to record this right as the game finished. I didn't even wait for them to announce the who's the man of the match. It's either going to be Babar Azam or Mohamed Rizwan. Maybe Shaheen has a shot at it. But wow, what a marvelous game. I can't believe. I believe that we could do this, but I can't believe how clinical we were. So unlike Pakistan. I'm going to start off with... Uh, Let's just start off with how the game started. So, so our 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 bowling has always, for some reason, I've been more scared about our bowling than our batting right now. And in this game, most of our bowling came good. Like we had a great start by Shaheen, a superstar in the making, taking two wickets really early on, and then and then coming back to taking a third later. The only and, and so he started off well. Imad was good in his first two overs as, as his opening partner. Very economical. I'm surprised we didn't just bowl him through. That might have been a mistake because I think he was better suited for the wicket than someone like Hassan Ali. Even though Hassan Ali did come in and take a wicket straight away. But then we took him out of the attack. And then when he came back, he wasn't as good. But there was a moment in the middle where we had Shadab and Hafiz bowling. And that's when India were coming back because we'd taken three wickets, and or or, or even maybe f- four wickets, I believe. Actually, yeah, yeah, we had taken uh, we had taken three wickets, and then Richard Pant's coming in, and then the partnership between Richard Pant and Virat Kohli had me really scared because because um, they put on fifty, and Pant was killing it, and. And the partnership started with Shadab and Hafiz bowling at them. And I feel like while we were able to keep them down, they were able to get a partnership going. And that could have been very dangerous. But luckily, Shadab was able to get a huge wicket of Rishabh Pant. And then that brought it all back. We also got to praise our fielding. We saved some runs. We saved a couple of boundaries. No drop catches. No nothing like that. Beautiful. And then the 15th over is when I got... So we were really good until the 15th over. And then I... There were like about 100 runs in in 15 overs. And that's when I thought they should have put Imad Wasim back. Because I think he would have done well. But instead they brought Hassan Ali in. And he did not bowl well. He gave a lot of runs in that over. I am pretty sure. Yeah, he gave a lot of runs. And then and then Harisov bowled an amazing over. Only giving like three or four runs in the 17th over and but then Hassan Ali bowled the next over and he again gave so many runs so Hassan Ali almost like he gave them so much momentum going into the into the end of the innings but then Shaheen got the 19th over and he started off so well got even a wicket but then he ended it so bad he ended it with that 
his last ball, which was supposed to be the last ball of the year, he got a no ball, and it was a boundary, I believe. Yeah, it was a no ball and a boundary. And then the last ball also went... And the last ball was only supposed to be a single because he missed it, but then the free hit, he missed it. But then Sheen Shah tried to throw it on the bowler's end and to try to get a run out, and then it ends up going for four, so they got five runs. So that no ball cost us six runs. And I thought that was going to be huge, but it ended up being nothing. No balls are so huge in 2020 cricket because they could completely, sometimes completely change the momentum of an innings. But luckily, Harris Rauf kept it good, and this was the best I've seen Harris Rauf bowl, especially like economic, economically. I'm so shocked at how well he was bowling. Really, so good. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of him. I love what he has done today. It, it, it renews my faith in him, and now I'm, and I'm more confident in our bowling. And hopefully, Hassan Ali can learn from this and bowl better. I feel like he, he just bowled quite a few bad balls, and he was a bit too straight or too wide. They couldn't find that length, and I hope he finds it because he's a good bowler and he's a useful hitter at the end. And we don't really have much backup, to be honest. So. 152, I thought was going to be a competitive target, and but in my mind, before the innings started, I was like, "This is set up for Barber and Rizwan. This is the type of chase they love because it allows them time to build an innings without the run rate getting too far ahead of them, and then and and then they would be able to steady the ship and not have to like, they just had to take singles, you know, and then." That's exactly what they did, you know. They never let the run rate get too far ahead. At the beginning, it felt like Bobber. Bobber didn't know what was. Uh, it felt like Bobber was struggling at the beginning, but luckily Rizwan was was getting some boundaries and getting some singles and looking busy as usual, and so that helped. I think Bobber find his rhythm, and then and then I there was this one six that Bobber hit. Once he hit his first six, I felt like just lifted all this pressure off of Bobber, and then maybe like the due factor came in, but. I can't give it all up to do the due factor. We won by 10 wickets. It was a flawless chase. We won in the 18th over. So we had two overs to spare, two overs and change to spare. And, and it was just like such a clinical victory that I'm, I'm shocked. I was like, who are you? And what have you done to Pakistan? You know, people came through. Shadab came through with, with an important wicket. Uh, Shaheen was there with the wicket. Hassan, Hassan Ali even got a wicket that that was important because that guy was about Surya Kumar was about to hit it, um, and uh, and uh, and Harris Rauf bowled economically. Everyone did their part for this win, and it was beautiful. And it was just great to see what a way to get your first like victory against India in a World Cup. Wow. Do it by breaking records. This is such this gives us such good momentum going forward. I feel like India made a few mistakes probably. They should have probably played Ashwin in and and not Bhavneshwar Kumar is so slow. He was so easy to handle because he just bowls at 125, right? So he's so easy to handle compared to our bowlers who are faster. Like, even Hassan Ali is not that slow. And he's our slowest bowler of three. <sighs> India just didn't look like they had it. And then Pakistan wanted it more. Pakistan were, seemed like they were more prepared. 
winning the toss did help, but we bowled so well. That spurred on our batting because it gave us the perfect target for our openers to chase. And I've said, I've talked a lot of shit about our opening partnership and how I believe Fucker Zaman should, should go to number, should open. But screw that now. This is, this is what we have and this is what we need to stick to. Because these two are so solid at opening together. They have so many good partnerships that we got to stick to it. And then Fakhar Zaman is great as one down. He's in form at number three. And because we always get this solid base, he can then just express himself. It's so great. It's so great, and I love it. I love it. Who knew Pakistan had this in them, man? They always surprised you. I had a feeling that they were really motivated to win this tournament. And just, just from this game, it seems like it. And they need to continue this. They need to keep on having that chip on their shoulder. Not be like, okay, we beat India. That's good enough. Nope. Next, New Zealand. They canceled the tour. Take that into the game. Be clinical. Destroy them. Win the toss and chase again. That's the key. Have spinners. The only thing is now if... Our, our like middle order is what it was our weakness, and they haven't really proven themselves still. But hopefully they don't have have to. I'm okay with Barber and Rizwan getting all the chases and then Fucker Zaman finishing them off. We don't need anyone else to bet. It sucks, though. I think Heather Ali will probably miss out then again because, you know, why change a winning team right now? And no one has even... No one has played bad. It's just no one else got to bat because <laughs> our openers are too good. What a world we live in. It's it's so nuts how good our openers are in the shortest format compared to like the longest format where our openers are our problem. It's just, I don't know how much, how much of this is also a credit to our new coaching staff. They got to get some credit because this felt different. They felt, they felt confident. There was a calmness about the way we went about that chase. No panicking, no nothing. Calm and clinical. And we even got our run rate up by finishing it two overs early and with 10 in hand. So this puts us in a great position to make it to the next round. Now we just got to... Just got to not lose to the teams that we should beat. And then the New Zealand game is like up in the air, whatever. As long as we don't get like destroyed, we're good. I really thought this was going to be a close game after India posted 152, but it wasn't at all. It was very easy. I'm just so over the moon. Like, I'm so happy. Oh, there were so many moments where... When India were batting away, I thought the game was going away from us, but then we got the wickets at the right time to like reel it in. And even though we let it go a little bit in the end, it felt like it was still in control. And then the way we batted, it just felt chanceless. Only thing was Babar Azam a little bit in the beginning. He looked a little bit jittery and stuff. But then once that was over, it was just like smooth sailing. And I've never felt as calm watching a Pakistan team bat. It's been a very, very long time since I've felt like that. This is a strong team. We're going to surprise some people. And next up is New Zealand. And I think we're ready for that challenge. New Zealand will not 
does not have a harder batting lineup than India. India's batting lineup, I believe, is stronger than New Zealand's. But New Zealand's bowling might be better, especially with Kyle Jamieson and their spinners and Mitchell Sadner and Southey and and all those people. So it could be a tough chase, but we, we now got this game behind us too. And I don't believe New Zealand has played yet, so we will probably play New Zealand before they play a game. Let me just uh, confirm that right here. Yeah, their first game is against us, so we'll already have a game in the back, and we'll so we'll be ready, we'll be hungry. We got that chip on our shoulder to find New Zealand. Oh yeah, I think we're gonna be good. I would personally still change Asif Ali and bring in Heather Ali for the next game, but I'm pretty sure we're gonna go into the game unchanged. Only thing could be maybe we bring Muhammad Nawaz in, but like, I don't think we need to. We got enough spin, especially if Mohammed Afis continues to bowl. In a pinch, we could still use Shoaib Malik. I think he still bowls. So, this is great. The way we... Because we got three wickets so early, and then this partnership builds, so it, it gets you nervous. And you also feel like, oh, we didn't take advantage of getting like the three wickets, especially because like England just bowled out West Indies for like 50. So they like slammed the throat. Slammed their fist down their uh, down Bussinis's throat compared to us, where we let another partnership build between. I mean, I got you out of credit to Virat Kohli and Rishabh Pant, but I feel like we could have gone harder at them in the middle than we did because we went with both Shadab and Hafiz. I feel like if we maybe let Hassan Ali still be in there for one more over, he could have maybe got another wicket. Who knows? And it could have been important, but you can't complain too much with the 10 wicket win. So I'm nitpicking here. Uh, I this I just I don't even know how to feel. Like this is so surreal that we, we were able to do this. Pakistan's in the bud. Like what the wow, 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 what a what a great game. Is this the Matthew Hayden fighter? Are we getting that Australia killer instinct now with our batting, you know? Is that what's is that what's happening? Maybe I think Ron Philander is also wonders will do wonders for Shaheen. Perfect guy to learn from. Maybe it seems like Harris Rauf may be learning too, because like his accuracy was top notch and no one could get him. He was so fast, and then he started bowling slower balls too. Which is like if you read that card when uh, during the game when they introduced him, it's like he doesn't bowl much slower balls. He bowled quite a bit and it was really good. Going to the New Zealand game now, at least our bowlers have got a warm-up and our openers are good. It's just like the middle order that is a little worrisome going into that game if if it's needed. But hopefully we can uh, we can circumvent that by having another good opening partnership and our bowlers bowling well again and taking wickets. That's the key is taking wickets. 2020 cricket, it's so important to take wickets. And the games can change on in an instant, you know? Like, that's why when we were bowling, like, I never felt secure because whenever a partnership builds, you're just like, oh, man, this this could go really bad, especially with that partnership with Bishop Pant and Virat Kohli. But then, but then we managed to take a wicket, and then that brought them back down to earth. So wickets are so important. And the fact that – and that's why, like, the way we go about our opening partnership now is, like, 
starting to rub off on me. Like, I, I like it now because we're conservative, but we still try to get singles at least and, and reduce dot balls. And then that way we're still able to, we're still able to keep uh, a decent run rate around seven ish. And if you're able to keep that for the first innings, then we believe in the power that we have at the end to like finish the game. And that's what we honestly need. We need stability at the top more so than anything because we could collapse at any second if we don't get that stable base. And so one of Barber and Rizwan always has to bat through, at least between Barber, Rizwan, and Fucker. That's so important. And this one, we had both of them. It's just so great because these two are our best batsmen, and now they're going to go into the just in game perfect in great form. It's going to be interesting if we have to bat first. So I don't know how, how good we'll be at setting up a total as compared to chasing something like this, you know? Because the mindset is different. There's also the due factor at the end, which will make bowling harder, but also the mindset is different because you want as many runs as possible, whereas chasing, you know what you're chasing, you know? So you don't have to bat more than your the, more than your means where, compared to where the number is any an endless possibility. It's not known. So you're making that number, and so you got to go a bit faster than you normally would like or feel comfortable with. But, I mean, if again, unless the team batting first goes off them while chasing, but still, at least you know, you know, so that's why you can calculate it better, and I feel like that, I think, is more calming. And especially to the, the way Rizwan and Barber play, I think it calms them more to know, so that way... They know when they have to hit and stuff. And I think they back themselves, especially now to like be able to get a boundary whenever they really, really, really need it without really like taking a huge ass risk. That's what I loved. It didn't seem like there was a lot of risks being taken by them and they were still able to play pretty well. Like if we continued the way we were going, let's say we batted the next two overs, we could have gotten at least 20 more runs, I believe. And what is that? That would be 170. One, we can get to 170, 180. And that's pretty good. And I feel like we would have been able to defend that. But I don't know if we would be able to do that batting first if we don't have a target in, in mind already. That's the thing about 2020s is knowing what target is good is so hard. But you got to make that decision so quickly because the game is changing every over. Especially when you're batting first, it's so important. And then when you're batting second, is like, it's about keeping up with that run rate because one bad over, one tight over and if the run rate spirals, then you could spiral. 20 quid is so fascinating. It's so engaging. It's almost, even though like you have to make a lot more thoughts, uh, it's harder probably to be a captain in tests, but it's, it's so hard in a different way to be a captain in T20s because you got to adjust your plans and make decisions on the fly so quickly and you only have so many overs with some bowlers or you only have maximum of four overs. So you're making decisions so quickly. The game is also changing so quickly. So then you might have to change your plans and your decisions while making a decision. And so it's so tough. And I'm proud of Barbara Azam. He, he, his captaincy was mostly on point. He brought Shadab in at the perfect time to get Rishabh Pant out. And he made a few mistakes here and there, like not bringing Hassan Ali after he got a wicket, you know, to keep his momentum going. Or maybe not, like, riding out Imad Wasim more because he only bowled two overs and he bowled so well. He should have been bowled out. But 
still, he was able to bring in the right changes most of the time, get wickets, restrict India by getting those wickets and keeping them under one uh, keeping them at one fifty ish. Great job, great job, Bobber. Really proving yourself in Pakistan, really thriving, and I'm excited about the game against New Zealand. And I will be posting my instant reaction to that game after that game as well, and then preview as well as previewing the next game. And it looks like in our in our in our group, it's Scotland and Namibia that made it, which is truthfully the weaker of the two teams compared to like Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. So that's good. They I don't expect them to pose challenges. Obviously, we got to be ready for them still. You know, you don't want to take anyone lightly, but we should be good. The only real challenge now is New Zealand. If we beat New Zealand, ooh, smooth sailing. We're definitely into the next round if we beat New Zealand. And so the next game is just as important. Keep that fire, boys. I'm excited. We have got good momentum going in. And New Zealand haven't played a game yet, so they're going to be just a tiny bit rustier than us. So that will also be advantageous, advantageous to us. And the fact that we have spinners and we're much better players of spin than them. So... Or traditionally we are. I, I'm not. I don't. I haven't really kept up with New Zealand cricket, so I don't know if they're much better. But I feel like this, this con the country and the the pitches there suit us more. This is where we had our dominant run in 2020s, where we barely lost any series. We didn't lose any series. We barely lost any 2020s. It's all coming. We're peaking at the right time right now. This is just a start. Let's go. Let's keep it going. And I believe we can. Everyone, our, our main guys are all in good form. Rizwan, Babur, Shaheen, even Shadab. So that's good. That's another Shadab. You did good enough. It wasn't great, but you did good enough. Hopefully this is something to build on because you had a huge wicket. Now build on it and be the match winner that I know you can be. Fakhar Zaman has already proven to be a match winner, and I trust him too now. He's great. We got match winners. Shaheen proved himself to be a match winner. Harris Rauf, if he comes good like he did in the when he was in the Big Bash League in Australia, the T20 League, where he was killing it, and that's what got him basically into the side. If he gets to that form and that and continues with this control of his line and length while having that speed and that slower ball perfected, like the way he did today, the sky's the limit for our bowling. Because I don't believe Hassan Ali can be this bad again. He has had two bad games in a row. It's time for him to step up too. But with Shaheen, Haris Rauf, and Shadab both performing, as well as Imad Wasim and Mohamed Hafiz being able to chip in with good line and control, we have great bowling to restrict people. I don't see people getting anywhere near 200, 180 with our bowling lab, so long as because we're just we're just talented. We're underrated. And now, but now we put ourselves out there. We're like, yo, we are contenders. Take us seriously. Now let's see what we do when we're more the hunted, when we've announced ourselves. I believe we had the talent to take this. We're making it to the finals like I called it. We're doing it. We're making it at least to the finals. We have a chance to win this. And this was a great, great start. Congratulations to all us fans out there. We finally got that win in the World Cup. This has been years 
years in the making, decades in the making. Let's continue. All right. That's it for me. I'll see y'all after the New Zealand game. <laughs>